Hi, and welcome to the Glow Podcast. I'm Dawn Rayleigh, co-pastor of Calvary Christian Center and pastor of the Women of Calvary. I have a passion to raise daughters who understand their identity in Christ and equip them to have confidence in who God has made them to be. In that confidence, they glow and lead others into the light and life-saving power of Jesus Christ. Connect with me on Facebook and Instagram at Dawn Rayleigh and for all things GLOW at GLOW WOC. Well, you ready to talk about Jesus a little bit this morning? He's worth talking about, isn't he? Our radiant Lord. We serve a radiant Savior who keeps on getting better and better. Who's glad you know him today? Woo, I am too. Why don't we just open with a word of prayer before I even start this morning. Father, we just invite your presence in this place over this time together as we break the bread of life, as we open up your word, as we, as we dive into it, God. We just ask that you would illuminate to our hearts and to our lives things that we need to see and hear by the power of the Holy Spirit. And let your word be water over this crowd today. We give Give your name glory in Jesus name we pray amen amen well I am just so glad that you are here for this history making moment of the women of Calvary Amen, because it's a whole, it's a new era, this new vision of GLOW. And, you know, as we were, as we came into March, one of our planning team members texted our team and she said, well, hey, it's no wonder that it is a new era and we are making history with the women of Calvary because this is Women's History Month. Did you realize that? Amen. So I celebrate you. There are many women that are connected to the Calvary family, and it's just growing every day. And can you say praise God for that? I mean, the campuses are just multiplying so much. We've got so many here. We've got Kentucky in the house. Where are you? Panama City is in the house right over here. We've got Palm Coast. Yes, we got Orlando. Orlando is the loud crowd, I'm just telling you. We got New Smyrna Beach. Where you at New Smyrna Beach? We got Wisconsin. All right, and so many others are joining us, but it's just so good for us to gather together like this as a family, as daughters. Hey, we're here for one another and we gotta be together. So I believe that God wants us to use our influence to raise up daughters in this hour who know their identity in Christ. That is so important. And then this hour that we have the confidence of who we are and who God has made us to be. Let me tell you what, the, that woman is a glow woman because she will impact the world that she influences for Jesus. Hear me girls, God can't anoint who you pretend to be. He can only anoint who he created you to be. And that's what we're after. So our theme for GLOW 2021 is be found in his radiance. Ooh, doesn't that just sound gorgeous? I just heard that word radiance and just loved it. And as I noticed that it just represents 
light, you know, it represents light or heat admitted or reflected from something. And we want to be a radiant glow of Jesus Christ everywhere we go. So I want you to write in your glow notes and, and just let this be your mantra. You know, remind yourself of it. Write that in your notebook. Be found in his radiance. Write it down. Just read it. Tell it to yourself, you know. You talk to everybody else. Talk to yourself. Come on. Yourself needs your attention sometimes. <laughs> You don't need to be sick just to pay attention to yourself. You know, sometimes we'll ignore ourselves until we get sick. And then we pay attention to ourselves and we try to, we, we, we try to fix ourselves. Sometimes that's the only time that we will stop and work on ourselves to get better. But daily, do what you need to do to stay strong spiritually. You'll take care of everybody else. But in fact, you, you know, you can't be strong for others or fulfill your God-given purpose if you don't take time to be found in his radiance. And the radiance that we're talking about, because radiance is a light or heat emitted or reflected from something, Jesus is that light. He is that power that we want to reflect. That means we are not the source of our glow. It's not about you trying to glow. But it's about that personal relationship with the Lord. And when you go out from that relationship, you are just a reflector of all he is and all that he's been depositing and saying and doing in you. And so the only way to reflect his radiance is to be found in his radiance. So I want to show you this morning three places and we're just going to talk really practical this morning. Three places that you want to be found this year. The radiance of his presence. The radiance of his word. And the radiance of his voice. So the first place is the radiance of his presence. We talked about that a lot in here last night. Hey, who enjoyed to have a Lynn Ford? I have just been just been overcome with the ministry that she released here even this morning I just couldn't just quit thinking about it so powerful but at our first gathering in January 1 who was at the prayer breakfast January the first week of January I spoke to you about Moses and how he was so desperate for God's glory the people that he were leading had made a golden calf you remember that story and even his right-hand guy, Aaron, participated in dancing around this golden calf and worshiping this idol. And this happened when Moses was on the mountain for 40 days and 40 nights with the Lord. Remember, God was giving him the Ten Commandments. And they reverted back to the ways of Egypt. Even though it was bondage when they were in Egypt, the provisions and the familiarity of Egypt started looking better. And while they were disconnected from their leader, they began to complain and they dwell on their past. We don't have any complainers in here. I'm very sure of that. We would never complain. But the more they dwelt on their past, they lost sight of their promise. Listen, the Bible says that we are crucified with Christ. 
Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are made new. What does that mean? We got to put off the old man. Come on. It's in our scripture for this weekend. We got to strip away all those things that are done in the shadows of darkness. We got to put it off. We got to put it off. We got to put off the old man and don't look back. You see, James 1.8 says this, when our loyalty is divided between God and the world, we are an unstable person in all that we do. We are an unstable, or another word it's used there is restless. Is that thunder? I thought the glory was about to take over us for a minute. Didn't you? It's like... Here comes Jesus. <laughs> yes, we'd stop it all, wouldn't we? We'd say, go ahead. Oh, but an unstable person, another, another word that's used there for unstable is restless. Have you ever just been restless? We see a lot of unstable people in the church because their loyalty is still divided. See, it says when our loyalty is divided between God and the world, we are an unstable person, all that we do. Yeah, that, what does that mean? That, that means that there's still an area of compromise here or there's still an area of compromise there. It, it's time to go all in. That's what I'm talking about this morning. It is time to go all in. What does that mean? That means that you need to quit calling up old party smoking Sam when you get to feeling a little down and call on the power of the Holy Ghost. That's what that means. Listen, when our loyalty is divided, between God and the world, we are an unstable person in all that we do. Oh, come on, I got stuck there this morning. Whenever I was, I was looking over these notes and I just got, the Holy Spirit just like stopped me there. He just stopped me there. Because there are so many people, I see them, and especially daughters, that they're they are restless in life. That they are unstable in so many areas of their life. Well, well why is that? Because our, our loyalty is divided. You know, we're coming to church and we're going to a small group, but yet there's some area of our lives that's still compromised. We're, we're, still, we're still a little bit leaning to the world in this way or, or leaning to an area in this way. And, and as I was meditating on it, as the, as the Holy Spirit just stopped me there, I was just, actually I was in the shower because God speaks to me in the bathroom. I don't know, this, this is where this message, this whole message came from the bathroom. Oh, how does that make you feel? I'm just kidding. What in the world am I talking about this weekend? Get out of the bathroom. But I was, in the, I was in the shower and because the Holy Spirit had just stopped me on this, this scripture this morning, I, I was asking the Holy Spirit, I was like, well, you know, Holy Spirit, how, how do we compromise your presence? How, how do we compromise it? And I felt like he said they, that we go to places that his presence can't be a part of. We, we, we talk ways that his presence can't be a part of. You wonder why you're unstable in other ways, why you feel restless all the time. It's time to go all in. 
That, that's what will relieve that, that restlessness. He said, he said, they talk ways or you have attitudes that my presence really can't be a part of, can't be connected to. We want to tell people off. The Holy Spirit, his presence can't be a part of that. We want to blow up in somebody's face. His presence can't be a part of that. Our loyalty is divided. And oh my Lord, oh my goodness. We post things on Instagram. We post things on Facebook. His presence can't be a part of that. Come on. That post is more about the creation than the creator, girls. Woo! Oh my goodness. It's more about your chest than his rest. You hear that? This is what the Holy Spirit was saying to me when I was asking him, how do we compromise your presence? Hey, my, my girls are 22 and 28. Are they in here right now? No? I'm going to tell you this. Just two days ago, they were in the kitchen, I was in the den, and they had pulled up an Instagram post that they were looking at, and they're like, oh my goodness, and I guess they were looking at a girl who was, you know, she claims to be, you know, follower of Jesus Christ, but everything was out. Her glory was shining. Her glory was showing. And they were, they were like, oh, and I heard one of them tell the other, if we posted something like that, you know, mama would be like on her phone. She'd be like, ooh. Girl, you better take that post down right now. <laughs> so here, I, I'm your mama. Take that mess down. Give God the glory. Hallelujah. He created you beautiful. But give him the glory. Come on, we, we got to quit searching out those websites trying to satisfy what only his presence can satisfy. In all those times, we can't have our loyalty divided between God and the world. It's time to go all in. When we leave this conference, it's time to just go all in. Are you tired of just being unstable in all your ways and your life? Are you tired of just feeling that restlessness? Then it's time to go all in with Jesus. It's time to lay the compromise aside. It's, it's time to, if the word says don't do it, then baby, don't do it. You're going to find so much peace. You're going to find so much rest in your life and things are going to begin to come to a stable place in your life as you just go all in and you say, God, this is it. Help me in this battle. I'm not going to do it anymore. I am laying it aside. I am putting this flesh down. I'm putting it down. And I'm going to tell you one of the most powerful ways to put this flesh down is to fast. It is to fast. I'm telling you, daughters, it is to get you a juicer. Juice you some juice. Drink it. Don't eat nothing. And fast and pray. And the Lord will deliver you. That struggle, that place that's hard. It's hard not to call him up, Pastor John. 
affirms me. No, you have one who affirms you. And his name is Jesus. Come on. And that's what the children of Israel did. They, they went back rather than going all in. They were disconnected from the one who God had ordained to lead them. And they got dis disconnected from God. Be careful about getting disconnected from those who influence your life and the things of God. Because if the enemy can get you disconnected. Listen, I saw it all through COVID. I watch people who got disconnected from their pastor or from, from the, the one that spoke into their life of that fivefold ministry. They got disconnected in that season and they just, they lost their way. They, they, got, they got disconnected and they got disconcerted. And let me tell you what, you got to be super careful about getting disconnected because if, he can, if the enemy can get you disconnected, he can get you disconcerted. And if you are disconcerted, you can easily be be deceived. Somebody stay say say stay connected. So Moses comes down from the mountain and he's angry. He throws, he sees them dancing around this golden calf and he throws down the Ten Commandments and break them. You remember the story. And listen, Moses ain't nice, y'all. He breaks those Ten Commandments. He goes over there and he tears that calf down and he burns it to the ground and then he grinds it into powder and throws it in the water and he makes them drink it. Thank God for Pastor Rayleigh. Come on. I don't think he would ever do that to us. But then he goes back to the Lord and he says, these people may not want your presence, God, but I can't make it without it. Show me your glory. He was a man desperate for the presence of the Lord. And the Lord drew him to himself to Mount Sinai. And God wants to reveal himself to you. Daughters, beyond this conference, God wants to reveal himself to you every day. He wants to be that real to you every day. All you have to do is like Moses, say, Lord, show me your glory. Lord, I want your presence. Other people may not want it, Lord, but I want it. Other people may not need you, God, but I, I can't make it without you. He wants to reveal himself to you, but he wants you to long for his presence. He wants to reveal himself to you, but he wants, he wants you to find your fulfillment in him and in nothing else. He wants you to walk closely with him. He wants to reveal himself to you, but hey, he wants you to put all your hopes and dreams in his hands and look to him to meet all your needs. He wants to increase you in faith and knowledge of his word and in his plans for you. He wants to. God has so much to speak into your life, but if you don't draw apart from the busyness of your day and be found in his presence, you won't hear it. Because listen, the plans of God are revealed in the presence of God. That's where they are revealed. It's been in my quiet times with the Lord that he has spoken to me the clearest. And when Moses met God on that mountain, God gave him all the instructions he needed for those he led. And he sustained him every day. The Bible said that after he was in his presence, his face had a radiant glow because he was in the presence of the Lord. The people couldn't even look at him because his face had such a glow that he had put a veil over it. Now in 2021, you're not going to come out of your prayer closet or your time that you're spending with the Lord and your face be so bright nobody can look at you 
you. But in 2 Corinthians 3.16, it says, But whenever someone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. For the Lord is the Spirit. And wherever the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. So all of us who had that veil removed can see and reflect the glory of the Lord. And the Lord, who is the Spirit, makes us more and more like Him as we are changed into His glorious image. Praise God. Isn't that incredible? It is the freedom that He gives you from His presence. That is the glow that everybody is looking for. And they see that in you. And as you spend time in His presence, He sets you free. Listen, peace, peace comes only from the presence of God. Joy, that joy you're looking for, it's in the presence of God. Life is in his presence. And this is the place that we come, that glow woman. When we are found daily in his presence and we radiate his freedom. Listen, when I don't spend time with God, I get dehydrated. I run dry. I get a little bit mean. I get a little bit stressy. Come on. My daughters have names for me when I'm in that place. <laughs> yes, they do. But when I spend time worshiping, it's like a spiritual IV. Just like when we were in this place worshiping together this morning. Wasn't it like it was just filling you up? It was just like a flow coming in you. You got to do that every day. Your glow comes from his flow. Say that. My glow comes from his flow. My glow comes from his flow. Don't forget your glow comes from his flow. So when we reflect his light, we are found in his radiance of his presence and the radiance of his word. One of the most important things for victory in your life and for your glow is understanding your identity in Christ and having a clear vision of how he wants to use you for his glory. He designed you for a specific purpose. You're like, me? I know he did her, but me? Really? Yes, he designed each and every one of us in this room with a specific purpose. And if you don't understand your identity, you will strive to be like someone else or like someone you're not or like something you're not. You see, you'll compare yourself to others and feel like you're always falling short. Anybody ever done that? We become insecure, we become frustrated and unfulfilled, and we live in that place of unrest and unfulfillment and anxiety and a lack of peace when we don't understand who God has created us to be. And we discover that, Psalms 119, your word, it is a lamp to my feet and it is a light to my path. His word is where you find your identity as a daughter of God. It is water that cleanses us from all things not like Christ and then transforms us into his image and who he has created us to be. So to be found in his radiance is not just to read the word, but we have to apply the word. How do we do that? We meditate on it. Instead of meditating on all that other junk, get you a scripture and meditate on it and then speak it and do it apply it to your life whatever it says there's nothing more powerful to your life than speaking the word of god that he has spoken to you when you speak it you hear it and what does the bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of god so when you hear it you're going to have faith for it you're going to start believing oh yes that is who i am oh come on somebody 
It releases faith in God for your purpose, for your calling, and for your life. Write this declaration in your glow notes as a starting place of something to declare, even as you leave this conference. I am loved. I am valued. I am chosen by God. I am full of the Holy Spirit. I am an overcomer. I am a reflector of his light. How about this? My glow changes the atmosphere. Just begin to declare that as you leave your house. My glow changes the atmosphere. I am a reflector of his light. Because the Bible says you will have what you say. Do you realize that? Do you realize how important that is? How important the word is? Life and death, the Bible says, is in the power of the tongue. And those who love it will eat its fruit. In other words, you will bear the consequences of your words. So you don't need to walk around saying, I'm just never going to change. I'm just never going to change. I, I really don't have what it takes. I, I'm not good enough. Come on, I know some of you are talking like that. People don't like me. That nobody loves me. Have these words come out of your mouth? My nose is just too big. You look in the mirror and you just pick yourself apart. And you say all kind of negative things about yourself. Daughters, maybe you're not saying them out loud, but maybe you're thinking these thoughts. That's just as bad. Come on, the Bible tells us, casting down imaginations and every high thing that would exalt itself against the knowledge of God. We got to bring those thoughts into captivity. Every thought to the obedience of Christ. Any thought that is in opposition to what God's word says, you don't need to dwell on it. You don't need to replay it. You don't need to rehearse it. You need to cast it down as soon as you realize it's there. Bring it into captivity, into submission to the Lord. And listen, you are in control of what you dwell on. It doesn't have control over you. You have control over those things. And if you're speaking these things out that you're thinking, you need to stop it because you will bear the consequences of your words. Your words will hold a stronghold in place over your purpose. If you're just always declaring, I'm just so depressed. I'm so tired. I just, I'm sick all the time. Man, I just have a headache every day. Man, my body is just going to pot. You know, I mean, all that stuff we say. We need to watch what we say. Because listen, when we, when we declare these things, we give life to them and we will bear the consequences of what we say. When we declare things too that are contrary to the word of God, we are openly and willingly giving place to the enemy in our life and saying, okay, yeah, come on in and just keep this stronghold in place. We're giving him the right to be there. So we've got to stop doing those things. We've got to be found in the radiance of his word, girl. Be found in the radiance of his word. Let his word be where you live. Let his word be where you dwell. Let it be what you think on, what you meditate on. Don't stay in that containment. You'll never leave where, you're, where you are until you decide where you want to be. And then you declare God's word over it. Do you want to be depressed? Because I know some of you are saying, I'm just depressed. I'm depressed. Do you want to be depressed or do you want to be full of joy? Then start saying, I am full of joy. 
I am full of joy. That's what you need to start saying. Come on. Change your words to I am full of the joy of the Lord and it gives me strength to fulfill God's plans for my life. Ooh, somebody needs to write that one down in your notes. There's almost nothing more important to your life than the words you speak. Because the Bible says if we control what comes out of our mouth, we can control everything else. That's what James 3, 2 said. It said, for if we could control our tongues, we would be perfect and could also control ourselves in every other way. Some of you are trying to control what goes into your mouth, but maybe you should start trying to control what comes out of your mouth. Now, last Friday night, we had a girls' night at my house. My husband had went to travel somewhere and preach. So we're like, okay, we're going to have some girls over, and it's taco night. So let me tell you what, I ate so many tacos and lemon cookies, because I love lemon cookies, that I was like sick, you know. <laughs> I just was sick when I went to bed. And so I woke up, had to go to the bathroom. Come on, I'm just telling y'all, all my bathroom life. We learned, what'd you learn at GLOW? I learned about Pastor Dawn's bathroom life. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you what, I was wrecked. And so I came back to the bed and I thought, man, I'm probably not gonna be able to go back to sleep because it was almost that hour to wake up. Well, I did. I fell back to sleep and I started dreaming the craziest dreams, let me tell you. And so I'm gonna tell you this one dream that I did have. One was first about cupcakes and I can't really see that one still real clearly, but it was about something weird about cupcakes. But then I dreamed this other dream and there's this lady in our church I don't know if she's here. I started to call and tell her about this. But she always was like, she's always like in this battle, you know, like with her weight. And so she's always, you know, doing all these diets and stuff. So she calls me up and she says, Pastor John, you've got to come over here. I've had this amazing, amazing breakthrough. I've just got, I can't, I can't wait. I got to tell you. And so she, I come over to her house and she goes, Pastor John, I read this. This guy said this and I did it. And she said, it was the best cake you never ate. I am not making this up. I dreamed it. It was so vivid. She said, you buy a delicious looking cake. You wrap it and you put it in a box in the freezer. And when you want to eat it, when that control, that, that desire comes to eat that cake, you take it out of the freezer and you hold it up in your hands and you walk around with it praying in the Holy Ghost. You walk around your house praying with that cake in the Holy Ghost. And then you take it to the table and you sit it down. And then you go into another room and you pray. And then you go back in and then you leave again. You go into another room and you pray. And then you go back to the table and you sit down. And I can just see the cake so vividly from my dream. So she opens up the box and she peels back the cellophane. And she said, you, you, you sit down in front of that cake and you look at it, but don't eat it. Look at it, but don't eat it. Look at it, but don't eat it. And she was like, isn't that amazing, Pastor God? And this lady was so excited because this had helped her overcome a battle that she had faced for such a long time. 
And this dream was so crazy. I woke up and I was just like laughing and just like, what in the world? It was such a crazy dream. But listen, when she got control over what came out of her mouth, she gained control over what she put in her mouth. My Lord, the Lord will even use eating too many tacos and junk food to talk to you about how to gain victory and breakthrough in your life. He'll even speak to you through that. Amen. If we control what comes out of our mouth, it will affect every other part of our life. Somebody's going to go home and try that, I know. But we reflect his radiance. Oh, we're supposed to be starting our groups. Let me just go over this last one real quick. The radiance of his voice. Saul was a man with a calling and purpose, but he was walking contrary to it in Damascus. As he is on the road to Damascus, a very bright light from heaven suddenly shone around him, and a voice spoke to him saying, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? I am Jesus of Nazareth that you are persecuting. And Saul said, what should I do, Lord? And he said, get up and go into Damascus, and there you will be told everything you are to do. The radiant light had blinded Saul and he couldn't see where he was going in the natural. But he had a companion with him who took him by the hand to where God had told him to go. Because he had encountered the radiance of that voice and he did what God's voice told him to do and went where God had told him to go, Saul became Paul, who became one of the greatest reflectors of God's glory. And he glowed so bright that many others encountered the light and were delivered from their darkness. That light that delivered Paul from his darkness glowed through him to deliver us even in this place this morning and it doesn't matter what you've done and what your past has been God wants to use you now to be light in this dark world and one of the keys is listening to his voice and obeying it even when it don't make sense if God says go girl, then you better go. But if God says stay, then you better stay. When we obey, we have clarity. When we don't obey, we have confusion. That's just how it is. It may not make sense, but obedience to his voice will take you where you could have never dreamed he would take you. When you are found in the radius of his voice, you will find yourself in places and positions you never thought was possible because God has you there to glow his light. We never dreamed we would be here in Ormond Beach. Pastoring Calvary Christian Center. Never ever would have dreamed it, but we listened for his voice. When he spoke, we listened. We heard that it was his voice telling us to go. So even though we even didn't want to go, we said, Lord, we're submitted and we will go and look what the Lord has done. And those are the same things that the Lord will do in your life. When you are found in the radiance of his voice, he will lead you where he's called you to be. You know, there are a lot of man-made novelties that are made to glow in the dark. Watches, pajamas, those stars that stick on the ceiling, you remember those? But they require exposure to a light source before they can actually glow in the dark. And the stronger the light, the closer the object is to the light, and the longer it is exposed to the light, the brighter that the object will glow. 
We are surrounded by darkness on every side, yet we are told by Jesus, you are the light of the world. And he said of himself, I am the light of the world and whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. So obviously our light comes from his life. And the closer that we stay to him, the more we expose our lives to his light, the brighter and the stronger we will glow. We're this year, this is our theme. This is our motto. This is what I want you to think on each day. Be found in his radiance. Be found there, girls. When you're, when you're found there, you're going to have everything that you need. When you're found there, you're going to know who you are in him. When you're, when you're found there, you're going to have rest in your soul. Hallelujah. You, you, you're going to walk in confidence because you've been found there. So much flows from that place. Amen. Why don't you stand up? I want us to be able to move into our, our recessions today. They're going to be so, so good. I'm just excited about it. But why don't you slip your hands up and let's just, let's pray that. Let's pray that the Lord, listen, I can't do anything without prayer. I can't, I, nothing. I have to pray about, I have to ask him to help me with everything. And that's what he wants us to do. He, he's not expecting you to be this incredibly strong person and overcome everything just in yourself. Ask him, ask him to help you. In, every, in everything, nothing's too small. Nothing's too dumb. Come on. We, we, we need to ask him to help us, and he will. And he will. You know, we're all like strong in some places, weak in other places. You're strong here. She might be weak here, but you're looking at her being strong there and thinking something's wrong with you. No, we're all created different. You be you. And, be, and love who Jesus has made you to be. Love Love how he created you. Love how your voice sounds. Love how your hair looks. Come on. Love your skin color. It's beautiful. God has designed you like you for a specific purpose. And he has positioned you in your life, in the family you're in, on, in the job you're at, in the community you live in, in the church that you're planted in. You are there because he has put you there the way he created you with the gifts and the talents and the abilities and the way you do it because you bring something to that place that nobody else could bring but it's specifically designed by him for you to do. So you do you the best you can, not anybody else. You just do you. Hallelujah. There's so much like peace in that. It's like, oh, thank God. Amen. Why don't you slip your hands up? I love you so much, daughters. I do. I'm just so thankful for this year and us being together.